Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. I have Jean Adrian with me. Jean's with me. I, I can't believe it. We're actually like the first day. She's with me the first and second, or the first and third Mondays of every month. At least that's our live broadcast. And then we air it on the following Fridays. Um, I always love having Jean on. And now that I've met her, we even have a stronger bond, which is, is kind of cool. Yay. Uh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, if you want more information about Jean, you go to our website, jeanadrian.com. Now, we've got a book. What's happening with that? The book is in New York. It was, it was taken to New York by our literary agent this past weekend to try to get us a publisher. Cool. Yeah, there was a big book show oh, yeah, in yeah. New York. Um, and so she took the proposal that she and I created together with lots of good information about the book and... Um, so she was presenting it to a whole bunch of publishing houses. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So I haven't heard from her. Right. So I'm sure she's just trying to recover today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That just sounds like it was a lot. It's one of those things are really big and long, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, well, we all know that we're, you know, smack dab in the middle of uh, the M word. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't know how that's been affecting some people, but... I don't know that it's just mercury that's been affecting people, but I do know that there's been a crazy amount of stuff going on. Like people have been, I want to say really emotional. I know that, I know there's some big things happening like Neptune stations retrograde on the 12th, um, but it just, it feels like there's a bunch of things um that are really, I don't know, sticky this this past few sure. weeks. I don't know if you've been feeling it, but... Yeah, you know, what I seem to be observing is that people who are basically in the joy space mm-hmm. are still in the joy space. <laughs> people who are basically not happy people are really unhappy. Right. And they're trying to make everybody else miserable, too. Oh. <laughs> and I think that kind of goes on a global... Um, thrust, you know, for some of the global politics that are taking place now and, and everything else. It's just, it's like, uh, you know, if you, if you live in a state of peace, love and joy, then you probably still feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, I just, and if you don't, you know, yeah. people have been really it? triggered in the last few weeks. So yes. I, I, yes, it hasn't really affected me. There have been a few things. I mean, certainly last night was a weird night, but I kind of expect that every once in a while. I think just every once in a while, this uh, PMS thing or the <laughs> can really impact us. Um, but yeah, I guess maybe because we're moving into, although, you know, if I was really following the cycles, I would be with the new moon, not the full moon, but the full moon is tomorrow. Um and some people think it's supposed to be that way, but it's actually not. We're supposed to we're supposed to go with the new the new moon, but our systems being in a big city, being you know with all the people taking birth control and stuff, it's it's um, yeah it it 
we don't we don't tend to follow the cycles we tend to follow um women that are close to us so yes exactly Yes, once, once upon a time, mm-hmm. um, I managed a department of 20 women and one men. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that PMS time, because <laughs> we were all on it, except for him. Uh, and he was in Kansas City, so he didn't, you know, uh, <laughs> he wasn't as, as rabidly exposed to it as, for example, I was. Right. Um, yeah, it was a pretty testy time of the month. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. I just, I think something happens in my body where there's, I don't know, more acidity during that time. It's really weird because I can get very sick, and I figured out those times that I do. It's always when I'm on my period, which is weird, right? But it mm-hmm. it happens. So anyway, last night was one of those nights. All right, so we are in a in a metro, or Mercury retrograde, and it is in Gemini, which is all about communications, and it Mercury rules Gemini. So, just be really clear about what it is that you are wanting to do, because it's here with us. It does turn direct on the eleventh, um, but we still have the shadow until the eight. Um, I think it's like the. 27th wait a minute I know I, I know I have the some for information somewhere yeah till the 27th so we don't get past the shadow until the 27th so it's pretty much you know could affect us most of the month um, so just you know just be aware and all you have to really do is be clear just get really really clear about what it is that you need to say or what it is that you need to do so that um, you don't have the trickster you know messing up what you need to say and and just kind of maybe double read everything you do um, before you um, send it out (laughs) especially our electronic stuff it it seems to have more to do with our electronic stuff than 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 others but yeah kind of crazy with uh, with this I think this one is probably one of the more stickier ones just because it is all about communication. It is the air sign and Mercury rules Gemini. So I think even though the next one will also be an air, um, what's the last air sign? I don't know. Okay, just a sec. <laughs> Aquarius, Gemini, <laughs> Libra. So the uh, next one will be about relationships. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So something cool. to something to uh, to think about, because <laughs> uh, yeah, Libra get, gets they they they're funny people. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they really are though. They really their whole focus in life is all around relationships, and some of them that's it's just that's their life lesson. So that it gets really kind of clarity was be, will be really important then too. Okay, so Mercury retrograde. So we have a full moon coming up tomorrow, and it's in Sagittarius, which reminds us of the need to reach out beyond our usual routines, thought patterns, and neighborhood. Um, It's a time of expansion, so we should be aware of what we'd like to promote at this time, trying to put aside or out of our minds those things that won't serve us if blown out of proportion. That's a good good thought. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good thought. Yes. 
Uh, so yeah, so just think about it. Sagittarius is typically, you know, more a fun playing fire sign. Um, but again, it will depend where it is in your chart. So people need to know, um, what their chart is. And the only way you can know, uh, especially the moon and the rising sign is to know exactly what time you were born. You can be out a couple of seconds and possibly even a couple of minutes, but, um, the rising sign is definitely based on, you know, the exact time and where the moon is changes every two days. So usually the moon's not going to be played with, but to know what house the moon is in, you definitely need to know what your rising sign is. So things to know so that you can check it out. I always look at, um, I always look at astrology, you know, I think it's just astro.com and it's got the best. Yeah. Astro.com. It's got the best. They're all free. You can find out a lot of information about your chart. Okay. So I said that Neptune will station retrograde on the 12th. Neptune, it's every year. So, and it's usually about six months. Um, and it, you just kind of have to be, just know that your dreams will be impacted. Um, they'll probably get really, really clear, you know, coming up to, so probably even now up to like the 12th, maybe week after. And then when it stations direct, which I'm not sure when that is, but it'll, it won't be for quite a while. Um, you'll have the same kind of impact, but when it's retrograde, you know, just be aware of your dreams. It, it's always good to have a dream journal. If, you know, if dreams really, if, if you resonate towards dreams and even if you don't, the retrograde period, you know, just kind of take note, be a little bit more conscious of your dreams. Um, because Neptune really is all about dreams. Well, you know, and Neptune is my ruling planet. Ah. So what does it mean for me that Neptune is retrograde? That's my question. So Neptune is your ruling planet of? Pisces. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, those two are so closely, closely connected. It just means to, I would say, just be really, really aware of your dreams. Like start start a dream, especially if you, because of Pisces and... Um, Oh, I journal them every morning. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> so just be aware of, you know, the things that are coming up, the, you know, the symbols that are coming up. Um, I would talk with someone about them because we often can't interpret our own dreams or we kind of go in, you know, a different direction because we have, you know, we kind of have a an agenda with our own personal <laughs> self. Um, so, yeah, but where is, do you know where Neptune is in your chart? Mm, it would be in my uh, first house. Oh, is it? That it's either, it's either right on my ascendant or in my first house. Okay. It's very close, very close to that line. Okay, cool. Because, you know, I'm, I'm double Pisces. Oh, that's right. Yes. Right, right. Okay. That's right. Okay. So, yeah, it would definitely. So, Actually, yeah. You know what? I, mean... I just happen to have my chart right here. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me just open this book and pull out this piece of paper. And let's just see what it shows since you asked that question. It would. No, it's not. Yeah. It is in my seventh house. 
that's why it's uh, that was why the moon is conjuncted. Uh, It's in my seventh house of all relationships. Right. So it will make relationships seem a little dreamier than they're supposed to be. (laughs) Okay. Well, that could be good. And it can also mean mean they can be deceptive. Exactly. That you may think that they are dreamier, that you may feel that they are dreamier than they actually are. And you may be Neptune was retrograde when I was born. Oh, really? Yes. So that that could mean that during retrogrades, that's when you actually um, have more clarity than... Let's uh, hope so. Yes. Because I'm ready for a dreamy relationship. Mm, No. Okay. Mm, You're misunderstanding. It may appear dreamier than it is. Oh. (laughs) There's the illusion aspect of Neptune that makes things look better than they are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mercury was also retrograde when I was born. Ah, well then. In fact, I, I had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five planets retrograde when I was born. Wow. Mars, Saturn, and Pluto were retrograde when I was born as well. Okay. Well, actually, you are the, one of the few people that Mercury retrograde should not affect. And it normally doesn't. And in fact, this particular time, you know, so far so good, knocking wood on my head. Um, (laughs) But yeah, you know, um, normally I I have no issues with it. Right. I mean, I'm not a fool. I do back my computer up beforehand and that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. You might still not want to make certain decisions during it, but for for you, Mercury retrograde is actually more positive. Yeah. It feels like home. (laughs) there you go Um, we have another um, thing that's happening Um, oh yeah we've got a couple things okay so nice thing um, Venus is moving into Leo on the 5th and Venus and Leo kind of come hand in hand so Venus is the planet of love and beauty and it's moving into the sign of love romance and creativity so enjoy you know this month because it's all about love um, although Venus will enter her pre-shadow on June tw- 28th, but, um, let's not talk about that because we're, we're going to, there is going to be a Venus retrograde this, this summer and it can impact us, but just enjoy because this actually will be a good month to, to be playful and, you know, enter into a relationship. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's my dreamy relationship. Okay, again, <laughs> <laughs> Neptune and dreamy usually are not quite the same thing. <laughs> I know. I hear you. I'm just, I'm messing with you. Oh, but play with it. Did you, have ne- yeah. did you have Neptune retrograde in your chart too? I did. Oh, see, well, maybe, maybe. See, I wouldn't have known these things if I hadn't dug that piece of paper out of this <laughs> Yeah, so retrogrades for you are, are whatever you were retrograde when you were born, um, retrogrades will be easier for you. So you probably have more clarity during um, Neptune retrograde. And since it's like half the half the year, it's it's yeah. probably good for you. Now Saturn will go back into Scorpio on June fourteenth, which. We all know what Scorpio, (laughs) Saturn in Scorpio was like because we had two years of it um, before Mm -hmm. it went into Sagittarius. And 
um, it, it will be the end of it. So any lessons that you haven't learned, you will come up to learn. So go back to December 6th, um, to the 24th of last year and see, you know, what you had in place, what you were creating, manifesting, working towards, cause you need to, you'll have another opportunity to go back to those and, and work them out. Um, you want to release all of the stuff because Scorpio is all about death and rebirth. So you want to release all of the things. So release on a physical level or a deep emotional level that is keeping you stuck. Um, whatever restrictions you have imposed upon yourself, are you ready to let them go? It's going to be there for a couple months. It will station direct again in August, but does not move out of does not move back into Sagittarius until September 17th. So we've got it for a few months. So just, you know, just kind of be gentle to yourself, but, but, um, it's, it's a chance. It's the final chance because Saturn is a difficult, challenging planet, but once it leaves, it usually gives you a gift because it's such it's such a task maker that it usually offers you a gift by the end of it. So you end up being stronger. Something happens that will allow you to shift out of it if you're ready to let go. So it's always, always good, especially when we get to revisit something that we've been in for, for a couple of years. But I don't know about you, the, those, those couple of years were really um, tough ones. <laughs> Yeah. However, if there's a gift, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> and so I think I think it uh, I think there is something that's that could uh, definitely flow from this. So just kind of revisit whatever was going on for you back in December, um, and uh, and get get ready to let it go and get ready to just enjoy something. We're going to take our first break. You are listening to News for the Heart with Jean Adrian. If you want more about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. Myself, Lori Houston, go to intuitivesoul.com and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to, as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness, as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. 
You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com or call me at my toll-free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. Welcome back. This is News from the Heart. We are getting to the heart of what matters. We've been talking all about all of the different things that are coming up um, in the universal sky or astrology-wise. Um, I guess that's always a fun thing to talk about, especially at the beginning of the month, so that we can uh, we can get clear about all the different things going on. Um, you know, we also we have some other things we want to talk about, but I'm here, of course, with my <laughs> wonderful guest or co-host, Jean Adrian. We actually have another show that's going to be our live show that happens Thursday. Thursday, it's on the 4th, and it's with HealthyNet, HealthyLife.net. HealthyLife.net. And do you know the phone number off? 800-555-5453. Excellent. So if you want to have readings and clearings like we used to do um, on CBS, give us a call at that number, and uh, please join us because uh, it's always it's always a lot of fun. So that was the fourth. Obviously, this show is going to be aired or produced for Friday the 5th, but um, it is in my newsletter. So take a chance. Every first Thursday of the month, we are live and taking taking people's questions and uh, helping you to, uh, to move forward. All right, so where did we end off? We talked about uh, Neptune... Uh, let's see, Neptune, and hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. okay, so we talked about Neptune, and it is it, it lasts until November. So, like I said, okay. it's like half the year. So, um, it is a biggie, and we're also we also have the Sun going into Cancer on the twenty first. Which is our solstice. Yay! I love solstice. Yes. <laughs> um, that's always, you know, that's always a, a nice a nice time. At least in the north, it's our time of, you know, the longest days. And, um, yeah, just it feels, you know, it's summer, right? We're awakening to the season of light. Even though this is actually the day, it's the last day. Hmm. Yeah. See, solstice means we are, you know, awakening into light, regardless whether it is the winter or the summer. It's always about the light because it's right. it's about the sun. So, um, yeah. And the following day, which is the 22nd, we should talk about this next one, but um, we have Jupiter trying Uranus, and it's the third and final hit, and it, it will be a lovely energy to, to really push us through a super juicy good luck vibe so um it will be a lovely thing to kind of push us through um yeah, yeah so go ahead and put a gold star on your calendar that day. yeah absolutely absolutely yes um definitely 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 
Well, you know, I don't know about in Toronto, but down here, um, you know, we're starting to really enjoy the late spring and the gardens are starting to come in. I actually have two little tomatoes on my um, potted tomato plant on my deck and I have a tomato and a green pepper in my uh, garden that are, you know, cruising on up there, you know, looking like they want me to pick them sometime in the near future. <laughs> so so that nice. makes me very happy. Nice. And my bees are prospering, um, although they've been quite a bit feistier than usual. I'm not quite sure what that was all about, but Saturday I went out to um, change their um, nectar feeders and I did the change on the first hive with no problem. And normally I do not wear my full beekeeping garb right. when I do that. I just, you know, cause I'm just swapping out, you know, sugar water. Well, uh, they were ornery and I actually got stung, um, oh. to the point that it, it aggravated me to the point that I did not put the feeder back on the front of the hive. I just set it up on top of the hive and I said, all right, you B-I-T-C-H-E-S, um, <laughs> if you want the sugar water, you can come up here and get it because I'm not going to let you sting me again. And I left and they've been doing that. I mean, they're, you know, they're quite enjoying it up on top, but, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what that was all about and why I had managed to get stung, but I did. Interesting. And Mm -hmm. when did you do that? Saturday. Hmm. Yeah. And um, I normally don't even react to the stings. Now, this one has um, made a a red area the size of a saucer. Right. Yeah. Did you squeeze it when you pulled it out? No. I just, you know, I, I mean, the stinger wasn't there, you know, because I oh. ran my finger over and there was no stinger there. And it was a glancing blow. I mean, she was just, she like dived in and, and dinged me and left. She didn't even land. That is interesting. Yeah. So, um, actually, you know, um, at, every time that I've gotten stung, it's always been kind of important. And I think I'm actually going to look at this because it's generally they sting me on an acupuncture meridian point. Uh-huh. And this particular one would be, let's just see. Let me check my chart. Where's the leg? <laughs> okay, this one would be on liver 11. Hmm. On my left leg. And it's dead center on liver 11. Interesting. And it's not slightly off. So let me look up the liver meridian in my inner speak book and see what liver 11 is trying to tell me. Lies. Huh. Lies, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know I know one of the lies. Um, <laughs> it came to light at our um, town hall meeting at the church yesterday. Um, there Some people had left our church in anger. And one of them sent an email to a bunch of other people saying that the reason why they left was because I asked them to. Oh, yeah, right. You know, which, A, I never would do such a thing, and B, I didn't do it. So that was a lie. But I wonder what other lies those bees are trying to warn me about. Hmm. 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 Who knew? Hmm. And I didn't think to look at the acupuncture point this time 
uh, one time they um, got me right on governing vessel 28, which is right on your upper lip, right below the nose. Dead center. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) They don't mess around. (laughs) Interesting. Well, you, you, one thing you, you, if it's getting worse um, and it's weird because bees don't usually sting without them dying, which means the abdomen is usually left in you. Right. But I think because this was a glancing blow, it didn't, but, but she did die. I mean, because it would have, have, you know, they can't sting without dying. Well, they can, if they don't lose their abdomen. Yeah. I I bet she did. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I just, I'm just thinking that you may want to be careful from now on because it sounds, looks, it sounds like you are getting more allergic to their sting. Mm. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we thought we would talk a little bit about finding our power. And, you know, the the great thing, astrology is, you know, an awesome thing, but it really is only, you know, it's only a tool. It's only to guide us. It's not to live our lives by. It's not to, we're not to give it our power. You know, sometimes it's just to be aware of some of the things that are going on so that we don't, um, we don't have too many surprises or, you know, it can help us understand maybe some of the energies that are going on around us, but it's not, we're not to give it our power. And so we thought we'd talk a little bit about, you know, what do we need to do to, you know, to, to stand in our own power and to have our own integrity and to live from that place of, of, of authenticity. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I think one of the things is, you know, like I said, everything's a tool. Tarot's a tool. Um, Jean's books and cards, they're tools. They, t- they can assist us. They can um, help us release things. It depends, you know, where you resonate, why you connect with certain things. Um, but everything's just a tool to assist you. And, and we're not to give it our power because a lot of people, you know, are afraid to do things during certain retrogrades because they think that, you know, everything will go wrong. And, and I don't think that's the purpose of it. I think it's really just to, to still allow you to stand in your power. I mean, there are some people that, you know, don't believe that astrology affects them in any way and that's okay right if it doesn't it doesn't that's great it's it's just a tool and there are many 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 tools out there for for everybody so you know how do we stand in our power and how do we you know talk and walk with integrity and authenticity and not get you know thrown off by by little things and I think it seems to happen a lot. Um, yeah. That- you know, I think one of the biggest fallacies floating around out there is about power. And I think very few people have any inkling of how powerful each of us is. Yeah. I mean, we, we really are so much more powerful than we know. Even those of us who are aware, um, usually we don't really have a clue of how completely powerful we are. Right. Because the truth is 
that we are amazing creators and we are creating in every moment of every day. And if you really drill down into that and look at the connection between your thoughts, if you're aware of them, and what you're manifesting, you'll actually see that connection. And it's like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? You know, (laughs) and sure enough, you know, so. That I think that's the the biggest piece of finding your power is it gives you the gift of being able to, you know, create whatever you want and not what you don't want. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think as long as we're being authentic and as long as we're coming from a place of integrity. And I mean, that's where we get messed up. And I think often, you know, we get caught up in the collective unconscious of things that are going on around us and not really being clear and therefore not within our power. Um, I'm not a big person as we've talked many times about the law of attraction. And I do believe, you know, I do believe that we create things or co-create things. I, I'm, you know, I think there are ways that we need to do it and be aware of it, which, you know, are different than, you know, some of the things that are being taught, which is, you know, more about, you know, how you feel versus what you say or do. Um, But I do believe that you know, being in our authentic power certainly allows us much more opportunities um, to create and manifest than if we're unaware, which is, you know, a lot of the time, like we, you know, we like to sleep. (laughs) We like to sort of, you know, distract ourselves and um, think that we have no choice or try to control our lives. it's it's interesting how we can we can get so caught up in all the different everyday events that are occurring and you know take them all as you know something's happening to me and get you know make it all personal and you know and then we lose all our power we give that power away to those events and things that are happening and we you know we feel like we have no control and of course we don't have control in our lives. We only can be in charge of how we feel and how we react and how we respond to things. But a lot of people don't even feel that choice. And so those are the things that, you know, to me, finding your power, I mean, it's so important. And that's the biggest piece, I think, of finding your power is understanding that you've got a choice in every moment on how you're going to react to external circumstances yeah you know and that that's a huge piece of stepping into your power yeah well it's it's so big because um we get caught up in this in this energy that we you know this this what we think has happened our perceptions again and we are not seeing the truth, like we're not seeing it from the bigger picture, which I'm not sure we can see from the bigger picture, but um, 
but we're not allowing us to see from our higher place, our own, our own divinity, our own spark of our heart, our soul. Like it's, we're, we're missing that piece where if we could just get quiet and just go within ourselves and instead of in reaction mode, which is usually what happens. And we usually get caught off and our emotions go crazy. And, you know, we, you know, we're, our power is completely lost because we think we have no choice and, and we think, you know, we're not, we're not in control. And that fear of not being in control and that fear of, you know, this is happening to me. I mean, it it just, it throws us off. Like it really, you know, all of our power just leaves us and we get caught up in the fear because it's, it's fear is the one thing that sort of, um, rules us. Love releases us. Um, it allows us to see and be from a different perspective and place. Yeah. 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 It's, it's an interesting thing. And then integrity you know, it has to do with being who you are. And we get caught up in that too, because we, we're afraid to be who we are. We're afraid to stand in that power because it may, it may mean us leaving or losing the people that we love or, I mean, we do. Or even dying. I mean, look at how many times, how many lifetimes have we spoken our truth and gotten killed for it? Yeah. And that would be an unconscious fear, of course. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it gets triggered by everyday occurrences. Absolutely it is. And these are the things that we have to be aware of because otherwise we, you know, we're not seeing the connections. We're not understanding what's going on. Right. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a... It's a big piece in this whole awareness thing, like to understand that there are unconscious beliefs that really rule this world. Um, and there are a lot of them. I, t- I talked, you know, about one of them in my newsletter on forgiveness. Um, you know, this, this bit about how we don't trust even God. So if we can't trust God, how do we trust ourselves? How do we trust someone else? I mean, Almost all of the major religions have suggested that we were thrown out of the garden. So we weren't good enough. We were born, we were born with damaged, right? Yeah. And, you know, we weren't good enough to stay in the garden with, with source. So we were thrown out. I mean, these are all have been ways to control us and manipulate us. But unfortunately, that energy is in the collective unconscious. And even though we're not aware of it, you know, we don't trust. I mean, the major religions show God as a judging uh, person that many wars have been fought on with regards to right and wrong. And so we get caught up in this, you know, how are we safe if we can't, you know, if we don't trust. And so safety and trust come kind of hand in hand. And that's why forgiveness is so important but it's also this issue around, um, you know, the, these these beliefs that are so ingrained, like ingrained in us that we're not even aware of them, that it becomes hard to 
you know, step outside of it or it becomes hard to become aware of because once you're aware of it, you can kind of talk your way out of it or you can kind of feel your way out of it if you can get into that, you know, real centered place and know that most of this stuff is illogical and not true, but it was a way to control and manipulate us. And so these these things have been, you know, out there that we just aren't aware of. And it's like we have to do so many things or get to such a level that we can understand, again, that everything is a choice and that we, you know, that these collective unconscious beliefs and thoughts are not truth. Right. But we get so caught up in the moment of not being able to see and understand that they are actually, you know, things that are ruling us that are underlying issues. So like the fact that you know, many of us have been burned at the stake for standing in our power or being different or being women <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that we are afraid to talk. We're, we're afraid to stand in our power, but you know, that's, that was part of the crusades as well as, you know, anybody that was kind of standing up and different and had, you know, a Celtic more nature um, th- thoughts, and beliefs that they were the ones that were eliminated because they were witches. And, you know, anyway, there's so much that we need to sort of be aware of and um, begin to understand about ourselves so that we can move into a stronger place. But we are going to go to our last break. You are listening to News for the Heart. I have Jean Adrian with me. Um, Jean can be found on her website, jeanadrian.com. We have a show on every first Thursday of the month on healthylife.net. And it's at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Again, Jean, what's the number? 800-555-5453. Please join us on that. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685, and I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called 
heart lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com or call me at my toll-free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and news from the heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. I'm joined with Jean Adrian. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. We started talking about astrology and what's been happening this month or what's going to happen this month and because it is the first of the month it's kind of cool um and it just because it seems like things either are moving really fast or um, it just didn't seem that long ago that i was complaining about the cold and now we're you know into the heat of the the summer but although the last two days have been kind of (laughs) yucky we right we had over the weekend, we had something like 50 millimeters of rain, which is, let's see, it's... How many inches is that? I'm thinking it's like a foot and a half. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had a lot. <laughs> so, well, yeah. They had uh, three inches of rain fell in downtown Atlanta yesterday in about an hour and completely flooded the downtown connector um, to the point that cars were stranded. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Anyway, so we thought we would chat or we would do a clearing because the last part of this, we were talking about our power and standing in our power and having integrity. So, you know, maybe have a clearing around, you know, stepping into I were afraid to stand power. in our power. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's just all take a moment and surrender to spirit and ask for help in looking at what we need to look at today so that we can get to the root cause of why we're afraid to stand in our power, what we're afraid of, so that we can clear that away uh, so that we are capable of claiming that power, standing in it, and moving forward and creating everything that we desire in our lifetimes. Okay, so the first card I've pulled says that we brought this in in this lifetime. This is a past life thing. And gosh, it's probably been happening in lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. (laughs) Don't you know? Um, So I'm going to pull two of the orange cards, which are the setup around this. Okay, the first card says arranged or no love marriage. And the second card says suicide. So basically, we got ourselves in over our heads uh, immediately. What comes to mind is King Henry VIII and the women that he married um, and then cut their heads off. Hmm. Yeah, that's just, uh, that just, bam, was right in the front of my, in, of my mind. I don't know if I was one of them. Um, but yeah, that would be an example of an arranged or a no-love marriage that was suicidal. Um, whether you actually got to the end of your rope and killed yourself or getting into the situation ended up 
being bringing about your demise. Um, so the third card is the soul reaction card, what this did to your soul. And what this one says is lack of forgiveness is holding this in place. It's, you know, it's lack of forgiveness from these old lifetimes where we gave away our power in an untenable situation. Um, and if we can just deal with that, um, then we can let all this go. So all this stuff is being held in our heart center. So put your attention on your heart center and invite it to open and to release all the wounds, all of the old judgments, resentments, criticisms, all the lack of forgiveness that's stored in there. Just let your heart center heal itself because it can and it will if you ask it to. So just take a moment and breathe while your heart opens and releases all this wounding around using your power and claiming your power. Good. Okay. Um, So now each of us is holding energetic debris inside our body and out in our fields that comes from our thought forms in these old lifetimes wished for standing in our power. This junk looks like mirrors. And what it does is it attracts to you people, places, and situations that make you feel as powerless as you did in the old lifetimes where you internalize the wounds. So just close your eyes and locate all these mirrors and ask spirit to lift them up and out of you and to take them to the light. And the final piece of this is to just kneel in surrender. You can get down on your knees if you're so guided, or you can just do this in your mind and ask spirit to please cleanse you from anything that is blocking you from standing in your power and being in integrity. Good job. You know, one thing that I forgot to um, uh, to share was the stuck belief. I'm sorry about that. The stuck belief that we had internalized in this old lifetime was that other people are better than I am. And that's why we have been afraid to step into our power. Okay, so we receive blessings from the angels for having the courage to look at this and to let go of the old pain from old lifetimes and the old fears. So the first blessing we receive is courage. Courage to follow your heart's command. The second blessing is opening to miracles. And, well, I don't know if it gets any better than that, but I will pull one more because we do get three blessings. (laughs) (laughs) And the final blessing is renewed faith in yourself. So it's gratitude that owns this clearing. To just take a moment and give thanks to your angels, to your teachers, and to your guides for helping you to get to a place of personal empowerment so that you can stay in integrity and use your power wisely to create the reality you desire. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, it's just, it's all about... I think it's all about awareness. I mean, the more, and I I probably say this every show, but the more aware you are of kind of what's happening around you and not taking it personal and just, you know, kind of 
checking in with your heart or checking in with that, whatever it is that makes you connect in with that higher guidance. Um, the more you can do that, the more you're able to kind of step onto that other, that other side. Like I think we, you know, it's too often that we get caught up in, you know, in what's happening and don't feel we have choices, don't stand in our power, give our power away to all sorts of things and people. And (laughs) it's kind of crazy, but the more aware you are of it, the more, um, the more you can see the choices that we actually have and the more power kind of moves back into us. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's those, I guess those little things of, um, where we kind of get caught up and um, don't realize, you know, the importance or significance of some of the more hidden beliefs that we have um, and just sort of, you know, be aware when we're getting, when we're distracting ourselves, when we're, you know, actually taking ourselves out of that place of empowerment and standing in our truth and really knowing who we are. I mean, that that is a thing that, that I keep, you know, going into myself to figure out, you know, where is it that I'm, you know, not being authentic, but, you know, who is it that I truly am? Because I think these are questions that we know are important to know, but I mean, even, even I question, you know, whether I'm actually being you know, walking who I am and, um, you know, the different, the different ways that we can sort of fool ourselves into believing we are different than, you know, than we are, or try to be someone that we're not. And, you know, removing all of those masks to try and figure out actually, well, then who are we? And I still play with that a lot because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I know sometimes and I don't know sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's funny um, because I, I heard someone recant, recounting a story this weekend of meeting Louise Hay at one of her um, one of her conferences. And, um, you know, she she said she actually ran into her in the hall outside the conference. And um, so she had that opportunity to speak to her, somebody who had been very influential in her life. And she said, I don't remember what I said. She said, I'm sure I probably blubbered, you know, and made a real fool out of myself. But, um, you know, whatever. She said that she knows that that probably what she said was something to the fact of how much of a positive influence she has been, you know, in this person's life. And uh, when she had finished talking, Louise Hay turned to her and she said, and who do you say you are? Mm. You know, and I think that's a big piece of it, isn't it, Lori? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, I think that is, you know, we have to, we have to kind of chip away. I think that's what we're chipping away at all of our lives is to getting into that place of being confident and 
able to stand in our power without having, you know, someone or something kind of knock us off. Yeah. But like chipping away at those things that, that may or may not be who we are because we wear these masks to, you know, to, to hope that people like us or to, um, you know, we do all sorts of things thinking, I guess, probably that we're not lovable because what we all want is love and to be loved. And if that's the case, then there must be a part of us that doesn't feel loved. So yeah. we do all these things to have people love us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, you know. It's if we could feel that, if we could feel and know our connection at all times to divine, if we could know that we are not alone, that we are never alone, that we are not separate and that therefore we are love, um, it would be pos impossible not to feel loved. But it's those insecurities and those little things that kind of throw us off. Yes, it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I think this has been an interesting show. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> always, yes. And again, I know that you might not hear this until after the fact, but please join us on every first uh, Thursday of the month so that we can do a live call, call-in show where we I offer readings and Jean offers clearings. And we also have a special that we're, we've start offering again, which is a half hour with both Jean and I. Um, if you first, the live show is at healthy healthylife.net. It's at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And the number is, I know it's 800-555-5453. Cool. Good job. I know. And then if you want to take advantage to having something a little bit more personal and in depth, we do a half hour of reading and clearings and uh, you can contact us either at our websites, geneadrian.com or intuitivesoul.com, or you can call my toll free number, which is 855-444-SOUL. That's 855-444-7685. All right. Well, I know that you will be back with me live on the 15th and then we'll talk about the new moon and some of the other things that are happening in June. <laughs> Maybe yeah. talk a little bit about what's happening in July. All right. So you have been listening to News for the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. Thank you for joining and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org. 